Okay, this is episode four of the Bridge Broadcast. I am David Higby, the director of Bridge, and this is kind of part two with our Bridge seniors. This time around, I have four of our seniors from our Eagles varsity team, which is our, which is our boys high school team. So with me, I've got Demarie, KG, Chris, and Cornelius. So you guys want to say hi? What's up? How you doing? How y'all doing? Chris, why don't you start us off? Why don't you do like a quick little introduction? All right, uh, my name is Christopher Ibarra. This is my fifth year playing lacrosse. I go to Town USM and I play attack. Oh, my name is Cornelius, Cornelius Smith. You know, people call me Corn. Uh, I also go to Townview with the School of Business and Management and uh, I play attack. I've been playing the bridge for like six years. My name is Demario Wesley. I've been playing with bridge for six years. I play defense at LSM, and I go to uh, Skyline High School. Hey, everyone. How y'all doing? My name is KG, uh, Kimani Green. I've been with Bridge for six and a half years now. I play midfield. Yeah, it's just been fun <laughs> playing with Bridge. I go to South Cliff High School. I'm a senior captain for the Bridge lacrosse team. Heck, yeah. This is kind of how I've started all these podcasts, is kind of why we're here to begin with and how we're doing in quarantine. So how are you guys holding up? I'm doing good. You know, I just been, most of the time I've been at the house, you know, um, I've been doing wild ball here and there. And um, I've been doing my work because, you know, we do online classes and now I've been doing my work. I've been reading a lot trying to like start reading and stuff instead of just like being on a game all day and other than that i've just been you know just been chilling well, i've been uh, with me i can go nah yeah so during this whole little pandemic you know i try to look for the good the good in it i think it gives us time to you know reconnect with family first and foremost and my fault, I'm kind of losing my voice a little bit. But yeah, and it just gives me more time to, you know, to get better at the game. So, you know, you knock all the schoolwork out, and then, you know, you got the whole day to do whatever you want. So it's all right with me. I like it. Yeah, so with me, with me, I'm mostly been trying to finish schoolwork first. And like KG was saying, it's giving me time to reconnect. We like a lot of family. Like I've been watching movies with my mom and my sister most of the time. I know we I sit down like watch three movies back to back with my mama yesterday in the living room. And then when I had time, well usually I try to get up. I've been trying to work out to give me time to perfect my craft to get ready for college. Just trying to do little things like working on footwork and stuff. But if I'm not watching a movie with my people or outside work, I'm either watching TV or on the game or sleep. Just using this time to rest my body and take care of myself. Hello. There you go. Yeah. Yeah. So for me, it's been the same, like online schooling and just um, taking care of myself and resting. But I just like um, I've also been starting new habits, such as like, oh, as soon as I wake up, make your bed, um, do do things quickly, and make sure that you get everything done, so like that I can start these little habits so that I can be okay in college and not be like have such a rough transition. And just picking up new things, like I've been trying to learn how to fix cars for a long, long time, so we started that, and then like painting and knife sharpening is like some small things that I can. That's the time. Good for you. Fixing cars and 
you know, getting ready for college. That's definitely not what I would have been doing in this if had I been you guys' age doing something like this. That's, that's pretty cool. How much different is this? So you're sort of like day to day. How much different is it now than maybe like during the summer months or when you're on break? Uh, well, for me, I know for like, for like the breaks and stuff, we don't have much work, so I don't like doing it. But like compared to like a regular school day, I'm going to say it's kind of hard for me because they have like certain times you want to check in. But for like me, I'm just like, whenever I wake up, I'm going to do the work and stuff. So it's kind of like, I need to change that and actually get up on time. Kind of how they do it in college. But like for me, only thing that's really struggling with is math because I'm not that good at it. So it's kind of hard when you're not getting that like face-to-face interaction. You got to try to learn it yourself online. They can try to give you the tools, but sometimes it's like better when like you're sitting there in the classroom and he's showing you how to do it than like he's sending, he's sending you videos or him making videos of you doing the work. It's kind of better like face-to-face interaction. The work in general, like everything else, not, it's not that bad. It's just probably like the times they want you to do stuff instead of just trying to like whenever you get up, that's when you're going to do it. But that's how I do Well, uh, for me, it's kind of what Demarie said. Like, as I wake up, Cause I know my sleep, I know my sleep schedule has changed a lot. I'll go to sleep at like three, four, five <laughs> in the morning, and I'll wake up at like twelve. And then you know, school start at nine, so it's basically they made it to where online classes where you have to check in and for attendance for your first period class at nine or whatever. So I usually always I will usually miss it, or I'll catch when she posted. Like sometimes she'll post it like in the morning, like really early in the morning when I'm still up, and I'll just check in and then I'll do the assignment and then I'll go to sleep and I'll be up for like second period or third period. It's still kind of the same with me because I'm I'm really not at school that much because, you know, of the program I was in, I was usually at work. About time this day, I usually be like at work or something like that. So, KG, what about you? What's different kind of now versus like if you're just on break, what's your kind of day-to-day like? So like before, Kind of mine was similar to Cornelius's. I was in a collegiate program, so I wasn't at the main campus. I was at um, Mountview Community College. And so, you know, I was like a regular college student because I had finished all my all my high school uh, courses. And so um, I would be up there from like, I have like one sitting class and then like the rest were online because they were like, uh, computer software and so it's really just the same for me just doing some of the work online trying to get it finished yeah because you guys are seniors and you're and we're in this new format are your teachers putting a lot on you or they kind of know hey you're seniors like there's only like a month you know maybe six weeks left are they putting a lot on you or they kind of know that you guys are starting to check out a little bit just because of the timeline i go to townview so you know like it's a magnet school so even with me, like, not having a lot of classes, I'm still, the classes I do have working, I'm still getting a lot. I'm at uh, AP Bio, Biology, and, like, for the whole school year, I'm not even going to lie, I've been struggling. And even now, it is kind of worse because I'm at home and I just want to lay around and stuff. So it is kind of worse, but I feel like she's been, because she, she, she's been working with me this, this whole, like, school year because she know, like, I'm really trying. But science is really not my, um, my forte, so. Sometimes I do kind of check out, but she, my teacher's been working with us, but we still, you know, they still give us a lot of work. Our schools, they don't care. They expect us to get the same amount of work that we was doing, like, in school. 
they giving us it seemed like they giving us more because we out of school because like you know they seem like we had more time but yeah it's not that it's like it's like a regular school day so I don't know why they you know they try to like they're trying to just enforce too much they expect a little too much but you know some people they being lenient and you know they cut down on some of the work but majority I say yeah they feel expecting a lot from us yeah it seems like everyone's getting kind of a different they're getting they're all everyone's getting a different workload you know depending on yeah. the on the class or the school or the campus mm-hmm. chris like what about me oh go ahead d oh, like with me i'm not really getting that much work like i might get like one two assignments a week it's only like i only classes i really get work in is my pre-cal class because we already have like he already had to set up for like the homework and like the quizzes and stuff so yeah, like, that's probably the only class but it's kind of just like a regular day and then my cluster my cluster class usually gives us like a decent amount of work but everybody else they like we aren't getting that much work but they are like staying on top of us talking about like they'll send us a message talking about make sure you get your work done and that and then i think with everybody because they can have someone call us every week to make sure like are we okay off we having any problem like i don't know who it is but it's just like somebody that works at school calling like oh how you been doing everything's fine you're not having no problem i check up on you see how you doing chris you've got a pretty heavy workload are you in all ap's this year this semester yeah eight What's that like because – and how does that work with, like, AP testing coming up? For most uh, AP classes that I've uh, taking right now, we've already finished all the material that we needed to. So it's mostly just review for most classes. Because the AP ch- uh, tests have changed the, uh, like the amount of, of, like, well, whatever is covered in the test, because that's changed, uh, it's also made, like, us uh, – it's mostly, uh, I feel like more confident that, well, yeah, more confident that I'm ready for the AP test. The, like the staff at SEM, like they've really been checking up on us. Like I think every day the counselor sends the survey out. And so do a lot of teachers asking about how we're doing and what changes to online school they can make in order to make it more comfortable for us and smooth. Oh, nice. That's uh, cool. It's been, it's still a lot of work, but they've been doing a really good job of um, handling it well. That's good. KG and Chris, you guys have talked about you know, building good habits for college. What are you guys looking forward to the most? I mean, you all are graduating, you know, we season's obviously done with colleges as on the horizon. What's, what are you guys looking forward to the most? Uh, well, I'm trying to be in a, a drum line for the college I'm going to, I'm going to Prairie University and I'm trying to, I'm looking forward to being in a drum line, but due to the, the coronavirus pandemic, I was supposed to go down to um, Prairie View April 4th in audition, but obviously I couldn't. So they just, they pushed it back all the way to August. So I basically just been practicing or whatever, preparing for it and you know, preparing for the audition. I'm really excited about college. Like I'm really just excited for the experience and everything because I know like since I was a kid, I've always been saying, well, I can't wait to go to college. I can't wait to go to college and stuff. So I'm just really looking forward to just the college experience. For me, it's kind of like, I'm kind of ready for that D1 life of lacrosse in college, <laughs> especially since I ain't get to finish off my senior year. It's like I'm kind of anxious to, like, you know, get back out there, get out there with some competition because, like, we played four games and, like, yeah, practice and stuff. But it's just something like, I don't know, I'm just ready for that D1 experience of playing lacrosse in college uh, around a new group of people and just the environment of college and just see how it is. Yeah, for those listening – Two of the four here, KG and Demarie, are headed to Hampton to play lacrosse. They're our first two Division One 
lacrosse commits. Pretty big deal. There was something we celebrated a lot this year. Pretty happy for y'all. Yeah, thank you. And um, yeah, you know, I look forward to one. I, I want to get on campus right now, so I can just you know get myself acclimated to the you know the routine and and knowing what I got to do as far as in um you know like my schedule classes and stuff like that. So all I got to worry about is, you know, just getting the work done and then, you know, playing ball. For Hampton, when is the projected moving date? Well, I think it's um, we, August 22nd, I think, maybe. Yeah. Have they adjusted that at all for COVID, or is there, there, that's what it is for the time being? Well, I, don't I know think that's what, what it is. Yeah. But, like, I know they don't like down June 10th. They're like June 10th. Because they're supposed to have like their pre-college June 19th. June 19th. And then everybody's kind of wondering like, oh, it's going to get canceled. Like they haven't said anything, but I think how it's looking that might cancel it is what I'm in. I gotcha. Chris, what about you? Have you made a decision on where you're headed to? Uh, not yet. I mean, I have um, – I'll just uh, – I'm debating about what I'm going to. Uh, it's Clement McKenna in California or – Rochester Institute of Technology in Rochester, New York. So for either those, uh, for both of those, one thing that I'm really excited about is like experiencing a whole type type of like new environment. So like either it's West Coast or East Coast, because I'm like I'm just for sure a lot different, and so I'm excited about adjusting to that and seeing what they have to offer. Because both schools are like on a different side of the uh, country, of the yeah of the country. So like excited to see what uh, the East Coast and West Coast have to uh, offer and like what life is over there. And just starting to build my own life and learning how to be self-reliant. Those are two pretty different locations. I mean, uh, upstate New York and Southern California. How did you get to those two choices? Oh, so uh, Claremont McKenna. It was my my college advisor. He went to Pomona, so I was like, and Claremont McKenna is like one of the five Claremont schools. Yeah. And so he's like, oh, you should you should try that. Have the three two engineer program. You should try it out. It's like a liberal arts. It's for really, like since I know that you're not really like, it's like you, you're like, you know, you have a bunch of different interests. Maybe that worked for you, or you can go to RIT. RIT was just like, they came to college visit and I was like, oh, that's a really cool campus and it seems really fun. I feel like I would fit in. So I just applied there and yeah. Let's kind of jump in about lacrosse and just kind of get you guys' thoughts about the season ending, obviously, halfway through. I mean, what was you, when you guys got the news, what were your thoughts on the season wrapping up the way it did? For me, it was so like, sudden it was just out the blue like dang but I knew it was coming I don't know it was like a weird thing like right when it happened like I just like I just sat back I was in my bed I was doing my work and I was I was scrolling through um Instagram and I saw like um I don't know I, I saw somebody posted I think it was Demarie or um KG somebody posted either one of them two had posted on Instagram I just sat back in my bed I was like dang and like that instant I knew, yeah, my 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 lacrosse like season is over. Like, I'm done. But I know I'm like done with lacrosse, but like as far as me like playing wise, I'm done. I just started like reoccurring like all the memories I have of it, have a lacrosse and have a bridge. Like it was kind of like an emotional moment for me. I know what you mean though. It was something else. This is probably going to be canceled, and the dates keep getting pushed and pushed. But then the news finally broke. Yeah, it hit pretty hard. It was, this is, oh, we're officially done. You know, I saw this coming, but it, it was pretty, uh, pretty tough. 
I was actually on the way home with um Kevon. So for people who know Kevon is Kevon is our goalie. That's goalie. I'm riding with him and uh we had it was a couple weeks like before you sent out the message about um the league and what they were saying about us playing. It was around when they started canceling the NBA, all the NCAA stuff. And I was like, man, I was like, if they're canceling that, I was like, I can only imagine what they're going to do. You know, like, you know, they, I knew it was going to happen eventually. So I like, I expected yeah. it. That's what I'm going to happen. I wasn't really surprised. Like I, I kind of already knew, you know, my gut told me, but that just made me realize, you know, like, one of my football coaches, he was like, you know, never take anything for granted because, you know, you never know when your last time could be playing is. And so I think that that was a point that I uh, that was, like, emphasized to me, Yeah. you know, as I thought about that. And, you know, so looking forward to college, I don't want to take anything for granted, you know. Just shows you got to give your all because I went from being a player to an alumni like within what two weeks, three. So, yeah, yeah pretty pretty abrupt transition. Yeah, for me, like I was expecting it to happen, but like I in my mind, I was like, nah, it's not gonna happen. It's gonna be all right. It's gonna be over. It's <laughs> gonna be back playing. But like right. in my head, like I'm just thinking, like I'm already knowing, like really, like it's gonna be over. Then like. Actually got the news before Coach David had like said anything. I got the news and I texted him. He's like, "Yeah, I saw it before." He's like, "Don't say nothing." I was kind of just hurt. Cause like, dang, I'm not gonna be able to finish out my senior season. It's like, I I played football and like, I got to finish out my senior season for football, but I wouldn't like, you know, the guy like I was into it, but it wasn't like as emotional as like how I feel about lacrosse, and I ain't really get to feel get to finish out. The rest of our games, I really didn't care. Like, we won, lost. Like, it's good to win. But, like, I just want to finish out the year with, like, those guys I've been playing with. I know most of all of us in this call right now, this little podcast, we played – we was there for the first ever bridge game. We've been there, like, forever since middle school. It's like I didn't get to finish out our high school career with those guys. The people before us, like Jalen Roger or, like, Isaiah and Tamisha, they got to finish out. But, like, we never going to experience, like, our, like, final season. So, yeah, when I found out, kind of, like, hurt, I had to, like, sit back and, like, really think and reminisce about all those times that, like, that we had and, like, just to really think, like, I'm not going to have that moment. But, like, everything happened for a reason. And I just had to focus on what's going to happen in college. Chris, what about you? What was kind of that first reaction when, when the news broke? Like, KG, um, I kind of expected it since everything else was being canceled as well. But it's like at the same time, I was like, wow, like, kind of like the, how the girls uh, explained it in their podcast is like, I really didn't play it like the best I could. I knew I could play better than my last game. If only if I had played, had the mentality that, oh, this, this could be the last game, especially with, like with during that time, Corona was already reaching the U.S. So I should have probably thought about it more and about him taking things more seriously and um, put like 110% into that last game. So it was kind of disappointed in myself that I didn't take that last game seriously and it's a, it's a good lesson but it's it's the lesson that I should have learned and learned through other people's experiences rather than having to go through it myself. 
So you guys are the first bridge high school class of boys to have played with the high school team for all four years, right? So we started four years ago. You guys came in as freshmen that first year. Talk to me about that journey. Like what is, you know, is that significant to you guys? Is that something that you guys think about? I think, I think we set like the, the we put the bridge down. That's the, that's the best phrase I can use. We set the foundation for the rest of the classes to come up. Cause, um, like it, it was something special, man. Like it, it's something special. Cause they was talking to us like the other day about, you know, the start of the high school teams and everything. We started bridge high school team and how, um, it was only like an idea and how like that idea like manifested into reality that we was the first ones to um, be a part of that idea and be part of that dream. We really set the, the foundation for not only us, but for the upcoming players and everything. And, and like, we can like, we get older and everything, all old and grown and stuff, have our own <laughs> lives and everything. You know, Coach David got a little walker or a cane or something. Oh, come on now. Or, or like a, a brace. I'm just saying. <laughs> go back. You know, we can go back to the field and we can just look at it. We can just, we can just look. Or just show up to a game and, and say like, yeah, man, we was, we was the first class to, to go all four years with it. Yeah, that, that's, that was just my thought about it, you know. Yeah, I feel kind of the same way. I feel it. Cornelius feels like we kind of set like that little foundation for like, Everybody keep going, like, G and, like, Marcus, Kylan, Kevon, and it was like we set the foundation for them. Like, when we leave, like, they know what they got to do to hold it down while we gone. It just sucks that we didn't get to, like, finish it out still because, like, we didn't get to have seeing that audit, like, an actual scene and stuff. But I feel like that's something, like, that's always going to be in, like, my heart or something real special to me because it feel like, yeah, like, we the first to do all four years. Like, even though we didn't get to finish, like, we started it. We got there to finish it, like all the way through the end, through good and bad times. The times we won, winning the times we last, we didn't win the game, and everybody still came back. And like people could have left, but like we, regardless, like we have a love for Bridge, and we all came back. Regardless of wins and losses, we all love each other and the game so much that we all came back each and every year to keep getting better and greater. All right, the culture of Bridge. Being the first four year, like the first class to go through like the whole uh, all four years of the of of the high school team is I seen this is just like it has a lot of like it has a lot of meaning to me because it's like I I seen all of y'all like all of my all of the, rest of the rest of the class out from uh, from actually eighth grade year and seen them like grow up and like develop their skills and it's just and also the, like the mentality and their ethic and it's just crazy because I I never thought I Three, four years ago, like as a freshman, I was like, oh, like I thought senior was so far, but now that we're here, it's just crazy to see how much we changed and that it was like super fast. And it's just like um, kind of sad that it had to end this way, like such an abrupt way, but at least we got to, like, at least I had time and memories that we can sh I can share with my, their slip class. For the same way, you know, collectively. From what's been said, I think that um, you know, going forward, I think people could look back on this class, you know, using it as an example to see what you know hard work 
does and where it gets you over the years. Because this year, this past year, this past season, you know, we played some of our best lacrosse ever, I say, as far as in, in bridge. But, you know, it didn't, it didn't come through. It didn't come, you know, just one week or one day or one session. No, it was. It took years. It took, you know, relationships. It took, it took failures. You know, learning experiences. You know, just creating a bond, setting a culture with Bridge, and so, I think that um, in the future, so with the bridge that have been laid, you know, the younger class could, you know, use that and step up on them. And, you know, add to the pyramid and only, you know, make bridge better because, you know, everyone's time, everyone's time in playing the game, it comes and it goes, but it's about what you can do, you know, to better yourself, the people around you and, you know, the organization. So I think bridge has, um, you know, much more to come. And I think that I, our class was a, a big part of that. So, you know, I'm just glad to be a part of it. That was really well said, KG. I, I think the one thing that I've, I've really appreciated about you guys as a senior class and the Panthers as well, you guys have a lot of awareness of how influential you guys are. And it's the things like being coaches or being volunteers. And Cornelius, I know you said it when we were kind of doing senior night about how much fun you and Dorian had just coming down and, and volunteering and coaching the little kids. And it's really cool to have you guys be able to represent the pinnacle of, of a bridge lacrosse career. Okay, what are some things that you, about yourself, that have changed over the, from that middle school lacrosse era to now? Like through eighth grade and senior year, of course, like my, I've, I've improved uh, in regards to like my skill in the game. The more impactful part that has changed me during those like five years is how I took lacrosse. So at the beginning, I was like, oh, it's just like, in eighth grade, I was like, oh, it's just like a sport. Like any like playing a like Greg soccer at like with my community team, but then the more we started playing other teams up like in like North Dallas and all these other places, I started to see like whoa like we're we're a unique team. You know, there's there's not many many teams like us. So that's like it helped me like uh, realize it's more than just playing for Bridge. It's it's more like playing to uh, help spread the game, which is like like Bridge's mission, but it's more impactful than it seems at the surface level. Most of the teams that we play this is like not many minority players in there. And for us to be from playing like a team with like one or two minorities to a team full of them, I feel like, oh, like it's a lot different and it helps us, but also other teams. And it's more than just the game. That's a nice segue. When you guys first got involved with lacrosse and, and bridge, did you all have a, a great understanding of sort of the demographic or maybe some of the predominant notions of, of the sport? I had no idea. I had no <laughs> idea. When you first come to Obama, like you always, you always go through a fish camp process or like during the summertime. Yeah, I remember that. Um, and so I remember Coach David, like he had, he gave a presentation about it. And I was like, yeah, I'm, I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it. So I get, I get on the field. My first time that I got on the field, I saw everybody that was, you know, that was my skin tone playing, but it was just in practice. And so then I started looking it up. I started looking up across. I started seeing like, dang, I don't see no minorities playing. And so I started, I started reading about it. I started looking up more about it. And then I was like, dang, there's not really like a lot of minorities that playing it. Then that's when like 
I knew, oh yeah, this is something special. Like I'm, I'm a part of something. I'm a part of something special. Like this is more. It's more than just like Chris was saying. It's more than just you just playing. You just going. You just going out in between the lines and just playing. Like you have a purpose. Like you, you out there. There's people watching you. Like when Coach David told us when we had B, I think that was Plano. Like my sophomore year, we beat Plano. Like that really, like people was watching us and they were saying how like you know Bridge, how Bridge is the talk of the talk of the season. <laughs> I mean, I'm not talking the season, but talking the league. Like everybody's talking For sure. about Bridge. I'm about Bridge, And so like that's when I realized even further that oh yeah, this is something special. It's more than just me just putting on this jersey. It's more than just me just having this acrostic in my hand, like, I'm not doing it just for me. I'm not just doing it just, oh, it's just something to do. I'm not just doing it just for the organization. I'm doing it for, like, the other people that don't know nothing about, nothing about not only bridge, but lacrosse in general. I want, I want to pick you back real quick off what Cornelius said. I was, it was the same way for me. Not many people from, like, where I live, you know, really know too much about the game. And so, I remember in eighth grade, I, I showed a couple of people that I was playing lacrosse, and it was like, I said, oh, you play that? Uh, and so, come to find out, you know, they thought I was joking, and they thought it was a joke. <laughs> and so, this year on my signing day, you know, them, some of them same little people hit me up, and it was like, oh, wow, that's dope. I always, I never really knew that you like, you know, took it that serious. Seeing that, and then seeing some of the, some of the other people post and comment, it shows how much the game can really, you know, it can really be, you know, a big sport. It just as like, you know, basketball or something. Mm-hmm. But I think it, it has to, it has to hit home to certain areas and locations and certain people, you know, to. You know, really spread the love of the game. But I always knew that there was – I never realized that as far as playing, that there were – you know, that, that that there weren't a lot of minorities playing. I, I started to realize as I got older and you start to travel that, you know, you don't really see too many people like you, uh, you know, on the opposing team. So yeah, I always kept it in mind. That's why I always try to play, you know, good. When you guys signed, when you and, and Demarie signed, it was cool to see the comments, right? Yeah. And a lot, of, a lot of those comments were, you know, KG, kind of what you said of, oh, I didn't realize, you know, this sport was available to, to kids that look like me or from my neighborhood. It's been cool to see that, you know, again, you four represent kind of that pioneering group and a lot of growth has come from just people seeing and you know, other players that look like them and especially players going off to college to play or having great careers or getting, getting opportunities through lacrosse that may not exist otherwise. Do you guys have like a favorite memory from bridge? Oh, I got a lot of All right, I'll start then. Uh, yeah, go ahead, Chris. Uh, <laughs> well, this is not even like, I wasn't even playing this game. It was actually watching the the 2021 class play at the championship for the uh, like the championship when we went to like four oh, overtime. Right. It's just super exciting because oh yeah, my little brother there, yeah, he was a part of the 2021 class. Yep. And it's like like it's like super exciting to watch it because I know that that se- our season already ended for high school and we had like a really bad record. And I was like telling like just like wow, 
maybe next season probably the same. So like I shouldn't get my hopes up. But then after seeing that 2021, 2021 run uh, at the championship, I was like, we actually have a lot of, of talent here. And then like it was just crazy just watching them and and like all the emotion they had in the game too. Especially after a lot of them were crying when they when they lost in overtime. But it, it was it was really good lacrosse and it was really fun to watch. I'm gonna say the Hillcrest game because like. It was like our first yeah. time, like in, it was in middle school, we played Hillcrest. It was like a real, like iconic moment because like, it was like a lot of players that played with Hillcrest then were playing with us now. It's kind of like, you could say it's like a little rivalry because like, I know Coach Dave used to play for, we used to coach at Hillcrest and then you kind of started off the bridge. And I remember we I went into the uh, overtime game with Hillcrest and then it was a time, we was down two men. I know it was me and somebody else in the box. Somebody leaves the box and we uh, five on six, and then I remember I come sprint in, sprint in, and I play the dude, and it's like a like a like a no angle shot. He suits and curses, goes in, and we lose the game, and like I go to just like fall down to the ground, but it's kind of like a special moment. It's like everybody all kind of like rally, rally rallied up around. His name is Javon. He was a goalie at the time they played attack. Now we kind of all like rally up around him, like a good little memory. Like even though we lost, he's like we all know like we put our all into that game. And like that's not even like his primary position, but he played like like a real good game. It's like we just all came together as one, just like bring him up. Even though we we're all sad at the moment, it's like a real iconic moment for me right there. Uh, a memory I remember is when we beat Plano. Cause like that's that's when we was like on a we was on like a streak. Cause we was beating teams left and right, you know. So we get we we had a bad start, like on and four. We came together as a team. We was talking about like, man, we need to make a turnaround. And that's what we was doing, and so we knew Plano was gonna be like one of our hardest. After that turnaround, like when we started beating teams, we knew, oh yeah, Plano is gonna be that team that we really need to like dig down and you know, you know, give it like a thousand percent on. So that whole game, it was like really like a back and forth. I remember me just like seeing like just the crowd all excited and stuff. I'm like, dang. That's the game where I've seen, like, the crowd interact the most. That's the game I've, I've played at where I've seen the crowd really, like, really into it and really, like, on both sides, even Plano when Plano <laughs> score a goal, you know, everybody yelling, all the Plano parents, ah! when Bridge, when Bridge score a goal, all the Bridge parents, ah, yeah! and that, that really said, like, it's not only impacting us, it's impacting them. And they love, you know, they love to see that baby on the field, you know, playing and stuff. And so it that was really an impactful moment. And especially like when we won. And that was so that was so cool when we won. And we had we had we had a bet with Coach Tully that we can we'll cut his hair and everything. And we cut his hair and we was all celebrating and stuff. Each one of us took a a, a shave at his head. That was just like an iconic moment in Bridge. And that was like the last I think that was like the last game of the season, I think. Yeah. You know this whole entire time I'm sitting here trying to think. <laughs> I don't think that um obviously got memories. I I think bounce, you know that one time we went that that'll always be one of the best. But it wasn't until like we talked about it like a couple of weeks ago. It was it was the eighth grade. We were in the playoffs, and you know we were playing Rockwall, and uh, you know the entire game it was just like a back and forth, back and forth. It was like coming down to the wire, and it was like ten ten. You know, you called a timeout. You you drew up a play, and everything went perfect. And I got the ball, 
and I was supposed to pass it. And now when I made the pass, it was just a, it was a little too high, so it dinked off a, one of my other teammates' stick, and you know that was game. I I say that's that's one of my best memories because um you know I look back on that game and like it it makes me smile because. You know, I I know that that was a game. I feel like that was one of the few games where I know that everybody on the team. You know, I, I don't I don't think there was there was like no regrets. You know, it's just it just was what it was. You know, we everybody loses, but I think that it showed what Bridge could be. You know, at that time, not now that looking now that I'm looking back, and it. I had what it was like one of the most funnest memories of me playing lacrosse and one of the most, you know, learning experiences. And so I think that essentially carried over into into what uh, what Cornelius was talking about, you know, fast forward to tenth grade year, you know, we ended up upsetting Plano. That that was one of my best memories. What are some last words you want to leave this audience with and maybe your teammates and, and coaches? I want to um, let the audience know that Bridge is on the rise and Bridge is coming for y'all. So y'all better buckle down and y'all better get ready because we are on the rise and we are coming. There is, not, there is no way, no how that you're stopping it. For the class, for the class of 2021, Y'all, y'all the upcoming class. I know y'all been with Bridge since y'all was in elementary school. So y'all, y'all the next, the next ones up. Y'all need to leave that impact. Y'all know what y'all, y'all know what y'all have to do. Y'all know what y'all plan for. Y'all know who y'all plan for. And y'all know, and y'all know the impact that y'all have. And not only, not only the team, but other people that are watching. So just go out there and ball. Give a thousand percent. Nice job, Corn. I just want to say for those who are lacrosse players or non-lacrosse players, Bridge is like a really legit family to us. And like I know, like not just for me, like the, the rest of us in here and other people that came through Bridge, Bridge is a family. And it's more than just lacrosse because they go past that. They do different stuff. I know for me, they help me get ready for my ACT and I actually improve my score. It's just more of a family base. It's not just like I know a lot of teams are like solely just focused on lacrosse. It's more like run like a system. So I know that how it's going to kind of be in, on the next level or like some different programs, but like Bridge is like somewhere you can be. Like you don't have to be the best player. You don't have to be the best this or that. Like they'll take you in just like a family will. And like I just say like Bridge is like have – they will give you an opportunity to better yourself as a person, not just as a cross player. And I feel everybody should take the opportunity. Like if you have the chance or you have the time, come take a sound if you feel like you feel at home or feel like you want to try it out. Hey, I say go for it. Because me, seventh grade, is like, hey, I'm just going out here. That's the only sport they have in my middle school. So I'm going to go out and try it. And I just kept going on and playing. And it's like I just grew a love for the game where I felt like, hey, I think I did something I want to do for, like, the next four years when I go to college and see, like, Bridge had put me in that position where, like, now I'm going to the university, Hampton University, to play D1 lacrosse. And I feel like if Bridge wasn't there, I wouldn't be the person I am today. And I want to thank them. And I, for all the listeners, like, just take advantage of, like, what you have now and just keep grinding. Something I hear a lot, and, and 
in like the Blacksboro community and on Instagram and stuff like that. There's one more, which is like applies to a lot of things, but like apply if you it's just you always have enough to do one more. Like you really want to get to somewhere, you have to always put uh, you have to always have to sacrifice something and just do that one more, one more rep or one more set of wall ball drills or something like that. But um, you you always have more. What you think you can do, you can always. You you never get what you want if you don't sacrifice something. Yeah, nice job, Chris. And you've done that. I've seen a lot of that from you on the field and off the field. You're you're one of the few players that have really like sunk their teeth into lacrosse. I mean, whether it's the stringing, you know more about all the equipment and stuff out there. You fall in the PL out. Yeah, you've really chewed into lacrosse and learned kind of the whole landscape. It's been fun to watch. You're a solid stringer too, man. That it's pretty well proven and documented now. You hear me be my with my bet against Colin. Oh, uh, you guys placed the bet on that? Yeah, remember we were in a group call, we like lose a guy do uh I think it was 30 push up. Nice. Yeah, I mean that was pretty lopsided. I think Marcus was maybe finishing the sidewall string before by the time Chris was done and had gotten like taken a break and everything. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> yeah. That boy Chris legit. <laughs> All right, KG, you're up. I leave bridge with, you know, you never know what you can do until you do it. So, yeah. if something ever seems crazy, but it's what you want to do, then, you know, never let anybody stop you from fulfilling and doing what you want to do. Whenever you do do something, whether it's lacrosse or, you know, anything in life, always do it to the fullest so you can always provide yourself with the best memories and fun and um, opportunities. To the people who are coming up in Bridge, there's a lot to carry and to continue. So, you know, just be ready to buy in and Bridge will do a lot for you. But... You know, thank you, Coach David. And hopefully I'll find your stick one day. Nah, you're never going to find that thing. You threw it half a mile into the ocean, man. Anything else you guys want to throw in there? Don't get ejected from games like I did. Yeah, for sure. I should have a trophy. Yeah, and you were like a seventh grader, right? Yeah, I was seventh grade. You know, Not many seventh graders get ejected from bridge lacrosse games. Yeah, I was a, you know, I didn't really care back then, Coach. I didn't care who you were. I still remember what happened because somebody hit KG. So I came and, like, I was on the other side of the field. I, like, near our sideline. I came in, boom, hit him up in the 10. I'm looking up at him in the rest of the set. I said, you're gone. You're gone. You got ejected. Yeah, so I remember he was talking to me at the sideline and stuff. I'm appreciative that I was, I was able to be at every one of those games that you guys mentioned. Yeah. All right, boys. Hey, you really saw us grew up, man. Yeah, it's been kind of crazy to think that you guys have come along so far, you know. I, I think it's kids that even know how to tie their ties. Walking down a walking down the hallway. I was I was a little short I was a little short skinny kid. I was mm. Chris, I feel bad because I always used to get you and your brother mixed up all the time and oh, yeah. KG and his rec specs and yeah. and KG, you were so you were quiet back then, you know. Like you were yeah, like, no. uh, at least off the field. Off the field you were quieter. Now you're kinda you talk a lot of noise. <laughs> I think who who's the best trash talker on the team? Probably KG. KG. 
by far. Yeah, by far. I remember one game. It was it was last year. I remember one game. The coach the coach was put the coach and the other team was subbing the player in, and he told he told his player he said stick stick number twenty two stick number twenty two. And then the player was like, I can't, I can't stick him, coach. <laughs> and the coach is like, yes, you can, yes, you can, look. And then so then we end up turning the ball over. And then the, the coach is like, no, KG, before that, KG was like, man, he can't stick me, man. You crazy, man. He said that to the actual coach, not the player, the actual coach. And then we end up, uh, we end up turning over the ball or whatever. And then the, the coach, the coach said, look, you can't stick him. He was like, man, I didn't have the ball, man. What are you talking about? And the coach is like, no, 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 you, man, you, you're a great player, man. You're a great player, man. <laughs> I remember that, that. That was funny. That was, yeah, that was very that. funny. Lost files. All right, I think that's a great way to end. Demarie, KG, Chris, Cornelius, thanks so much, guys. I really do appreciate you guys joining on this. Oh, coach. All right, coach. Yeah. Hey, I'll see you guys in a few hours for our other Zoom call, right? <laughs>